Welcome to Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. This week on Collected Sorceries, we got Ethan. Creature type uh, scavenger lord. Creature type scavenger lord. We got Jay. I'm a legendary enchantment that can be your commander. Oh, and later on, a special interview with Arsenio Hall. And Richard Garfield. Oh, shit. And uh, later we're going to get Tomic Distinguished Advocist. I'm not even going to tell the people what we're going to do on this episode. We're just going to hop in. Let's do it. The first topic is persistent and evergreen archetypes. There you go. Speak to me about persistent and evergreen archetypes. You bet. I'll, I'll list them and then Jake can go into detail. Well, before, before we uh, list, we uh, should, we should uh, specify. Now, Magic uh, is a game of ever-changing seasons. No... Standard environment is the same as the one six months before it. Or modern environment. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's the point. Even in the supposedly eternal formats, things change all the time. But the fact is, there are some things that are pretty much always true, no matter what point in magic history you're talking about. And those are often come in the forms of very simple archetypes found often in draft and the standard environment. Yeah. It doesn't mean always good, yeah. but they're always there. Yeah, actually, I, I didn't think about draft archetypes, man. Well, I think you, you, did, yeah. you do have some draft archetypes <clears throat> yeah. right there. I'll tell That's you what. I've got, yeah. Uh, I've got aristocrats, um, eggs, flying men, uh, and tribal X. So, like, goblin, tribal, merfolk, tribal, vampire. I mean, after goblins and merfolk, the list, the quality sort of becomes less reliable. Well, I, I think it's worth noting that, that there, you can always build a goblin deck. Yeah. It might not be very good, but I don't think there's ever been a standard where you couldn't build a goblin deck. There is never any shortage of goblin cards. Well, I actually, I, I lie. I think, oh. um, I think Kaladesh and... Uh, oh, right, because they were gremlins, right? Like yeah. in Kaladesh, they were they were gremlins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. And, and of course, in Innistrad, I don't think there were a ton of goblins either. But even then, those sets were paired yeah. with the blocks where goblins were still a thing. Yeah. Um, so we want to briefly describe aristocrats. Yeah, so Aristocrats, of course, isn't really a archetype so much as it's a theme. Yeah. Uh, aristocrats is, yeah, vigorous <laughs> gesturing from Ethan there. Yeah. Uh, effectively, it comes from the old card Falcon with Aristocrat, and Aristocrats is any deck where you sacrifice your own shit to get awesome stuff to happen. Traditionally speaking, sacrifice your creature to do blank. This pairs wonderfully with creatures that do cool stuff when they die and or do cool stuff when they come into the battlefield that you can then recur. Modern aristocrat builds include cat food. And that's right, cat food is technically an aristocrat's build. <laughs> that's right, you've got, or is it Grey Malkin? I'm sorry, Dread Malkin, which is like a cat zombie that has menace and you can sack a creature, I think you should pay... A certain number. I think it's pay two, sack a creature. It gets plus two, plus two. It's two plus one, plus one counters on it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and that card is not run in cat food, but that is definitely an aristocrat style card. Yeah, if you wanted, you could build cat food with Dread Malkin. Yes. And it's a one drop. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Eggs. Uh, Eggs are, um, well, to think of you to explain what an egg is. Yeah. It's Uh, egregiously good goop. I do, I do love me some uh, some fried eggs. You know, but eggs are any artifacts you can sacrifice uh, or to, crack or crack. Yeah, to to draw cards and generate mana, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, egg, eggs have been around for a very long time. Usually inexpensive. One of the first eggs uh, is actually Black Lotus, and it qualifies as an egg. Yeah, though most eggs these days also draw a card when they come into play or something like that, so they replace themselves. Uh, the heyday of the eggs was back in Mirrodin with your spell, spell bombs, bombs and your pentad prisms and your oh yeah you know, your stuff dark like steel uh, what is it dark steel uh, relic mm-hmm. the one that's just indestructible and does nothing the plank yeah well and you, then, you can't you can't crack it though that but. that's true and then the the Icker wellspring from Mirrodin besieged which ETB draw card when it dies draw card and does nothing else there you go um, <laughs> and right now the the egg that is the most eggy of eggs is the golden egg in... That's right, in uh, Throne of Eldraine. Yes, it, it is in fact the yeah. uh, almost the 
platonic ideal of an egg in that it comes into play, it replaces draw, itself, replaces itself, and then you can sacrifice it to generate mana. You can filter or, any color, and you yep. can pay to sack it, gain through life. And one of the th- reasons that eggs is always popular is because it works with aristocrats type of facts, where there's a lot of things that if you sacrifice things like eggs, what have you. Yeah. So an egg replaces itself, gives you a benefit when it comes in, and then if you can use it as fodder for an effect more powerful than what the egg would generally give you, the golden egg being an example. Yeah. You can sacrifice it to, for example, filter one mana or gain two life. But if you sacrifice it to an ability, like, say, that one orcish fellow who the, does damage when you sacrifice artifacts... Oh, Bosh? Uh, no, oh, no, one is in standard. Oh, um... Orcish Vandal, I want to say it is? Oh, okay, I was going to say you can throw it throw it in your Croc Clan Ironworks and, and, and get a free card. There you go. Uh, if you want to do, like, if we're talking about, like, legacy formats or just kitchen table, like... I'll vamp for a little bit. Uh, Disciple of Alt, which is a 1-1 black cleric for one that says anytime an artifact goes into a graveyard, you may have target opponent lose one life, which is not damaged and therefore cannot be prevented. So it's like a Disciple of the Vault, Golden Egg, Croc Clan Ironworks, you know, sack the Golden Egg to the Ironworks. Uh, and since you play it, you draw a card, you get two colorless, because the Ironworks is sacrifice an artifact, gain two colorless. So you can ding your opponent for one draw a card, get two colorless, you know, play another two-drop egg, or play two one-drop eggs. Yeah, yeah. Or- Orcish Vandal from Dominaria, so he's not in standard anymore. Okay. He was a 1-1 one, one for one in red with the ability tap, sacrifice, an artifact. Orcish Vandal deals two damage to any target. Oh, nice. So you can, you can like, fling a welding jar at someone for two, or an ornithopter. You block with the ornithopter, fling it, and basically, you know... Yeah, and then there's other things, like, ridiculous you know, combat shrapnel blast, stuff shenanigans. like that. Oh, shrapnel blast. And, I mean, for that matter, artifact creatures who can be repeatedly sacrificed. Oh, there's a question. Is Ginger Brute an egg? Uh, basically, yeah. He's an egg man. He's like an egg. He's Ginger, an egg Ginger Brute, Dr. Robotnik confirmed. Oh, I was going to... I Jim Carrey is, is a cookie person. I oh. am as he, as you are me, as he, we are she, all. There we go. We are all together. together. Yeah. Okay, there we go. With, but would that fit on a single card? Or would that have to be the flavor text? Have you seen the text for Goblin Game? That gets really tiny. Oh, yeah, the rules... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, rules text and flavor text are equal as far as how much space they take up. Yeah, Goblin Game is wacky. So what's the next uh, Eternal Archetype you've got listed on there, uh, I've got Tribal... Oh, i got Flying Men. Yeah, turns out Dudes with Evasion wins. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like, Christopher Walken, like, a lot. The fact is, you have not drafted Magic if you have not gotten your... If you have not... Two life at a time, gotten your face pushed in by a two power flyer. You don't have a blocker for it. Just yeah, happened. yeah. Either that, or they have you know. Especially before reach was a thing in green. Like there's a there was a time in this fair land where the railroads did not run, and also green didn't have you know high huge toughness guys for cheap that could block flyers. Yeah, true that. Although I'd like to point out, giant spider is an old 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 card. Oh, that's true. Yeah, speedrun mamote. That's true. Yeah. It just didn't. It wasn't keyword. No, that's mammoth spider. Uh, you're talking about speeder, speedro gigante. That's right, speedro gigante. 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 Uh, so yeah, apart from that, so we've got tribal X, uh, flying man. You know, it's blue white. Uh, named so named after the card flying men, even though there's only one man on a card. And really? the, uh, the art is one guy on a flying I thought carpet. It was called flying men because it's about having a lot of men's that fly. Also that, yeah, yeah. And I think flying men goes is is from like Arabian Nights. Are like one of the super super old sets. Reminds um, me a little bit of early Pokemon when if you had the wrong team and you ran up into a ghost type, you were dead because oh, there yeah. was nothing you could do. Because it was a ghost. Exactly. You and got that, ghosted. That's one of the things is if you play Flying Man in draft, every couple games you're going to run into somebody that you're just going to steamroll because they did not draft anything they could do about it. Yeah. And th- some of the thing about these archetypes is they're not just archetypes that always exist, but they're archetypes you can draft into in a chaos draft. <clears throat> yeah. Like, some things work even in a chaos draft. That's the point. There's some things that are so universal, they just work. Or or it, it might also be, in a chaos draft, like, uh, the 3-3 three, three for 4 is king. You know, because you really need, you know, a man to turn sideways. Uh, well, you know they say, chaos is a ladder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, draft archetypes will vary by set, but there are some, like, there's there's mill, so, like, in the... in. Eldraine Draft, you can get the mill deck to work and, and have it be pretty nuts if you get the, the critical mass of mill cards. So if you get, like, two, ideally, two or more Merfolk Secret Keepers, which have, you know, go on an adventure, 
um, the adventure mechanic, and you exile it, and then mill three cards when it goes I in the adventure. I call them Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah. um, there is an art, a two-drop uh, artifact called Lucky Clover that can copy adventure triggers. So you can, if you have that, you can mill eight at a shot. You can mill eight per, per Merfolk Secret Keeper. There's a counterspell, excuse me, called Didn't Say Please, which counterspell for three, for one and two blue, and then mills three cards. And then, so if you get enough of those... And maybe an overwhelmed apprentice or two, because that mills two when it comes in. You can get there. Can I? <clears throat> yeah. I can get to critical mass? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's mill. There is tribal knights. Like knight tribal, oh, tribal is knights. a thing, because there's knights in all five colors, but <clears throat> the best ones are either like Mardu or two of the colors of Mardu. Because like if you have, uh, you know, if you have, have red, you get the, treb- the brimstone trebuchet, which is a good knight payoff, because it taps to deal it's a 1-3 with reach and defender and taps to do one damage to target opponent but it untaps not only during your untap step but also whenever you play a knight so if you have enough critical mass of knights you can just ping you ping and you can get in, yeah you can get in like five trebuchet. damage yeah five damage in a turn maybe you're generally not going to kill somebody with, with the trebuchet but the point <clears throat> is it gives your knight yeah. decks that with stalled out board states where they just can't attack through that big ass 1-7 blocker <clears throat> the other guy has yeah it gives them a way to finish the game out by doing direct damage chip damage <clears throat> yeah chip damage exactly everywhere. you can pretty easily get in four or five in a turn if you're also yeah if you get enough one there's drops there's a wonderful bit of flavor where uh, the trebuchet is a siege weapon and if you get a dwarf lord out he can improve your siege weapons then you can just straight up dome someone to death oh what's his name uh, is it Torbrand Torbrand yeah Torbjorn yeah he improves your turrets and makes them deal three damage <laughs> that's pop. right oh, I've, oh. Managed, I've managed to draft into Torbjorn effing somebody up with the trebuchets exactly once and it was beautiful I, I got him in the deck but they didn't all come out which is kind of sad because it's a 40 card deck and those draft games can I, go I long I pulled Torbjorn in draft and then pulled as many uh, buckets as I could on three separate occasions and it's worked exactly once but it's so glorious in though all those like games. when you get there so we talked about let's see Archetypes, uh, you want to do the cracker pack? Yeah, let's take okay. a moment and okay. slow things down. Yeah. And crack one open with a friend. With the boys. Crack open a room temperature one with the boys. Yeah, just, let's just crack open a couple cold ones. <laughs> let's crack a pack. There you go. Somebody want to pick there, up a pack? There you go. Crack it? Yep. There so, you go. Uh, I'd, I'd like to say let's thank see. you very much, Ethan, for these uh, beautiful and, packs okay. of Modern yeah. Horizon you got me for Christmas. Oh, you bet, yeah. yeah. Modern yeah. Horizon. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. open them one at a time. There we go. We'll, we'll, oh, there we go, yeah. We'll go over the cards, and you there open we go. that one. We'll figure out what, and, uh, what we would pick. Now, this right. is Modern Horizons, so we don't... At, at our level, we don't buy boxes of Modern Horizons. Uh, but if only. It is fun to see them. Well, because it's a set that skipped right to Modern Legality, so these aren't legal and standard, which and, is plus what was, we would play. Plus, it was play. an extra expensive set, so... I, for one, wasn't going to drop 35 bucks to draft it. No. I mean, so. now maybe we could. Now, that's it really quick. Let's just uh, quick yeah. slide this baby up. Anybody want to get a whiff of this? Not sure. Genuine old-school booster smell. Old-school. Mm. Oh, man, at Mylar and cardboard and ink. Just get that. that Nothing like the smell of a fresh ASMR. back of magic cards. In here. All right, and for the token, we have a shapeshifter. Ooh. A 2-2 changeling token. And the art card is... Oh, man, that's right. Ooh, Winds of Abandon. That is Glory, it's beautiful, yeah. They put... uh, Each pack has an art card, so they took the whole... For this set, they took the whole two and a half inch by three and a half inch card and just printed full bleed art, and it's glorious. And, you know, I've been... You know, I've gotten my hands on all of them, and so at this point, I'm just, like, you know, hoovering up the the duplicates. Or maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll trade for some. But, yeah... Yeah, Who's the, uh... So let's, let's see what we've got here. We're going to go from the back, since the uh, rare's at the front here. That's right. We've got Reckless Charge, a sorcery for one red. Target creature gains plus three, plus zero, and gains haste until end of turn with Flashback for two and a red. Ooh, Flashback. That's right. They brought back a lot of mechanics. We've got Phantasmal Form until end of turn. Up to two target creatures. You can have base power and toughness, three, three. Gain flying and become blue illusions in addition to their other colors and types. Draw a card. That's a instant for two and a blue. Blue combat tricks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Not the most common thing in the world. They are not. Oh, that's cool. Uh, speaking of combat oh. tricks, we have Stirring Address in white. Sorry, the tokens are double-sided, and the other side of that changing is a squirrel. The other side is, is a, squirrel. a squirrel. That's phenomenal. That's the best. <laughs> All right, we have Stirring Address for one and a white, an instant. Target creature you get gets plus two, plus two, and no end of turn. And this brings back another fun old uh, keyword. Overload for five and a white. Oh, yeah. Cast the spell for its overload cost. If you do, change its text by replacing all instances of target with each. 
So, yeah. Now, Overlord's fun because it's not an additional cost. It's an alternate Re Replacement, cost. yeah. Yes, a replacement cost. Now, what this means is, if I get to cast this for free, I don't get to overload it. Because if I want to overload it, I have to pay the overload cost. That's what it says. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah. So, we've got a... Next card is a Bogarden Dragonheart. Oh, man. Bogarden, really. Hmm. Or Bogardan. I mean, I say Bogardan, I, 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 but I don't I know. just feel like it's stealing things. The point is, it, for two and a red, it's a 2-2 two, two human shaman creature. Sacrifice another creature until end of turn. Bogarden Dragonheart becomes a dragon with base power and toughness 4-4 four, four, flying in haste. So the question, Ethan, is, does this go on Aristocrats? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. I would say, sac <laughs> bless you, sack your Footlight Fiend. To, to well, it, dome some, ping someone it for It does one. let you sacrifice things for for, zero, for free. Yeah. So that's so always a, nice. It's a, what's known as a sack outlet. Mm -hmm. Proceed. Uh, for two and a green, we have a Tree Folk Umbra, which is an enchantment. It's an aura, enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus zero, plus two, and assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Oh, the butt fight. And ooh, a fun, fun thing here. Totem armor. Oh, the creature right. would be destroyed. Instead, remove all damage from it and destroy this aura. <laughs> that is really good in the Bogles, like Voltron deck, mm -hmm. where you have Bogles, a, a Slippery Bogles, a 1 1 for one hybrid Simic, and it has hexproof, which means your opponent can't target it, but you can. So you just load it up and you just swing with this. It's like kind of a meme deck, but it also gets there. Mm -hmm. It's something to be said for big, uh, hard to kill creatures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. Right. The next comment is. Ransack the Lab. Oh, man. Ethan, you want to read that one to us? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, sorcery, black sorcery for one and a black. Uh, look at the top three cards of your library, put one of them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. I believe this is described as a better frantic... I'm not sure if it's frantic search, but there's a, a blue card that this is better than and that it's pretty rare. That it's like, oh, a black version of this is better than the blue. Because normally blue is like draw, discard. You know, it's got that uh, loot effect. Yeah, it's... Definitely good stuff right there with Ransack the Lab. I like your, that card. Your Golgari decks. Um, you know what it is? Uh, um, it's uh, Shimmer of Possibility. There we go. Yeah, it's better Shimmer of Possibility. Uh, it's not necessarily better. Yeah. Putting things in your graveyard can be useful with certain uh, deck or with certain uh, deck choices. Yeah. But it does also th uh, it starts to mill you out. It does remove yeah. cards from your deck, which and can be a negative. Yeah, I'll vamp for a bit. The, the fun thing to know about Magic Roy is that the great in a lot of card games, the graveyard when something is in the graveyard, just it's gone. You know, for gone for good, and in magic, you can use the graveyard as a resource. Is that true? So you, yeah, you can throw things in your bin and then cheat them into play and pay oh, less. No. I mean, I'm, I'm I come from the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, where things in the graveyard are definitely not dead. So, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Will Smith pose from the Phoenix Gallery. Yeah, Will Smith pose on uh, yeah, on on Roy here. Yeah. And speaking of keeping things from the graveyard, oh man, the next card comment in here is Shelter at one and a white. <laughs> Target creature you control gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Draw a card. Now, now show Roy the art to this and ask him what band would have that as their album art. I'm just saying it's it's nice to go back to the old days of Magic where ladies yeah. wore very little clothing. I call shenanigans on that. Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. No, that's the next card. Shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> Shenanigans. 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 You mean shenanigans? So, shenanigans... I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. ...is a sorcery for one in red. Destroy target <laughs> artifact, dredge one. Dredge is one of those mechanics that everybody hears about it. If you would draw a card, instead, you would put exactly one card from the top of your library in your graveyard. If you do, return this card from your graveyard to your hand. Otherwise, draw a card. What this means is shenanigans. Evil shenanigans. You can shenaniganery your opponent by pulling it back into your hand from your graveyard whenever you fracking want to. Hey, Farver, what's the name of that place? <laughs> yeah, it's the one with all the crap in the walls. You mean shenanigans? Oh, you gotta do it, Chief. And now you had to reference that movie, and that defiles this whole podcast. <laughs> Which is appropriate, so the next card is Defile. <laughs> and that is a classic instant removal spell in black. For one black, gets you. Target creature getting minus one, minus one until end of turn for each swamp you control. Yeah. The longer the game goes on, the bigger stuff you can kill with it. Yeah, and in the mono black deck, it's like an auto include. Like, mm -hmm. if, like if you're mono black commander. And after that, we have, uh, if you're feeling tired, we can rest up a little bit. We have Winter's Rest. One in a blue for a snow enchantment aura. Enchant creature. When Winter's Rest enters the battlefield, tap enchanted creature. As long as you control another snow permanent, enchanted creatures. Enchanted creature does not untap during its controller's untap step. And what a lot of this uh, particular set had a bit of a snow theme running through. We do have snow covered lands for the basic lands included, full art ones. 
We get a mountain in this pack, in case you were asking. And, yeah, that, that, that was the thing. There's a lot of snow uh, permanents in this. This looks to be the only snow permanent in this pack so far. I think there's one snow-covered land per pack. Because mm -hmm. one of the things in Modern Horizons was it was like snow permanents matter. Mm -hmm. And so there are snow-covered lands that look really nice. They're full art. And then there's also like snow creatures or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Ethan, if you want to hit the, uh, the next uh, part yeah. there, go ahead and read You know what they now. say, there's no creature like snow creature. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so we have a Ruination Rider, which is a 2-2 creature human berserker. I think it's a reprint from one of the Ravnica sets. When Ruination Rider dies, you may have a deal damage to any target equal to the number of land cards in your in, uh, graveyard. So it goes well if you want to have... Um, it, it triggers in the same way that Cavalier Flame does, where when Cavalier Flame dies, it, it domes something for uh, equal to the number of land cards in your graveyard. We've got two more in commons and a rare. Yep. Uh, we have Grave Shifter. Grave for Shifter. Three and a it's a changeling, which means it is every creature type. That's right. This creature is a god! It's a, a hero! <laughs> an ally! A nemesis! And... A Lurgoyf. A Lurgoyf, a Bird Maiden, a uh, Sliver. Uh, no, no, Bird Maiden is no longer a type. Um, it is, however, a bird and a human. Okay, okay. The, the card Bird Maiden, okay. Uh, yeah, but it is a Sliver, a Zambi, a Mir. An Eldrazi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the next? And also, it has, when it enters the battlefield, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So it is effectively Gravedigger, grave but, but also a changeling. Also a changeling. Man. I mean, Gravedigger's good, so... Uh, next we have... Uh, we've got the Nantuko Cultivator. For three and a green, a Insect Druid. When Nantuko Cultivator enters the battlefield, you may discard any number of land cards. Put that many plus one, plus one counters on Nantuko Cultivator and draw that many cards. So he's great for late in the game and you just have a handful of land you don't want to play for some reason. Well, if you have Crucible of Worlds or uh, Remnap Excavator, which is Crucible go. of Worlds on a 2-2 body... Uh, to do green, yeah. And then, was it the Nantuko or from uh, one of the older sets? Yeah, that set is about 20 years I old know at this they, point. I know they showed up in uh, on Ravnica, but... Yeah, uh, Legions, Onslaught Legions, Scourge, and a couple of the sets. Okay, and here we oh, go. Oh, uh, there we go. Oh, Mirrodin, was so, that it? Oh, uh, Kamigawa. Oh, Kamigawa, okay, right, they were, right. They were, um, there we go, the Nantuko. Oh, that makes sense. They would get along pretty well with the, the rat folk, mm -hmm. with the Nizumi. Also, oh, so, okay, and here we go. Here's the rare yeah. big money card in a $10 pack. We have Archmage's Charm. Or three blue, choose one. Counter target spell. Target player draws two cards. Or gain control of target non-land permanent with converted mana cost one or less. Oh, man. And that's right. This card sells for a whopping 94 cents on TCG Player. <laughs> well, in that case, one of us will have a use for it. I'm quitting my job. I... <laughs> and that, that was one of the things about Modern Horizons. It's a real fun set, but it did cost $10 a booster pack with a lot of rares that you'd really think would be worth some cash. I mean, from a gameplay standpoint, well, Archmage's Charm is pretty great. Like, like as far as gameplay, you'll get you know a lot of value out of it. Hey, man, if I'm running any mono-blue commander uh, decks, that, that's going in there. That is a useful card. <clears throat> um, yeah, because it's gotten to the point where it's like not all blue mages are picky about having, you know, for absolutely having a two-mana counterspell instead of like a three. Mm-hmm. Especially in, you know, singleton formats with like a hundred-card deck. You know, I have all the two-mana counterspells. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go move on to the three-mana ones. You know, you're... And, you're, you know, you're, being, being able to draw yeah. cards and or grab uh, little creatures is always just... <clears throat> charms yeah, are, are always more powerful than you think they are because be having that ability right when you need it is always great. Yeah. And I think it's a permanent, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not Oh, non-land permanent. Yeah, non-land permanent. One, so you could grab an enchantment. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's a bunch of stuff you yeah. can grab with it if it costs one mana or less. Yeah. I steal your thopter. Haha. I steal your thopter. I steal your gutter bones. I uh, drink your skeleton. Do you want to open the bear or the uh, Sarah? Was it? Well, I'll tell Walker you. Let's at the peanut gallery. Open the one he's holding. Oh, he's, there you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Looking really excited. Here we go. Faux show. Yeah, crackle, <clears throat> crackle, lacka, lacka. Oh yeah. Uh, to come back real quick. Winds of Abandon is the art is done by Noah Bradley. Uh, look it up. Do yourself a favor. It's gorgeous. All right. For pack two, we've got one of the oh, slivers. Lancer sliver, because the sliver art is always just amazing. <laughs> By yeah. Lucas Graciano. Slivers Our are dual-sided uh, token. Stabby boys. Is a one-one soldier and a four-four rhino. Hey, this is great! I can use it for that commander deck I bought. That the whole shtick of the deck is it makes dozens of rhinos. It only came with one freaking token. Is it? Is that the Gearhead uh, 
exile. Yeah, Girid, we didn't bother to put the right tokens in the stack. <laughs> Girid, who every time he attacks, make a 4-4 four, four Rhino. I mean, I really appreciate that they put all the different tokens that that deck can generate. Yeah. But since the point of the deck is to generate lots of the same token, maybe put more than one of the first one you make. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or make them double-sided, you know, Rhino, and then something that the deck might also use. That's free product advice, wizards. <laughs> All right, and at Peanut Gallery, what do we got here? We've got, ooh, Goblin Champion. A 0-1 for one red with haste and exalted. Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh, that's that's pretty solid. And goblin, believe me, goblins and exalted work really well. I mean, well, you wouldn't think that a traditionally white uh, mechanic like exalted would work with tiny. Uh... I mean, flavor wise, it's banging. Or no, sorry, flavor wise, it's it doesn't make sense, but mechanically, it's great. Hey, if you can get ninety five, well, I don't know. I think a bunch of goblins can exalt the one guy they have that actually had yeah, the guts to swing. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And we've got the for the next card is eye kite for one and a blue. It's a flying one two Drake. That gets plus two, plus zero, as long as you've drawn two or more cards this turn. And look at the googly eyes on Googly's. that guy. Roy, what do you think of that? Look that at is the some size eyes. of that whammer. Oh, my God. He looks like a character from a film made by Don Hahn. Or perhaps Walt Disney. Walt Disney? Yeah, Walt Disney. Walt Disney. No, I'm done with Don Hahn. He looks like a weird oh. rejected concept art from uh, like a medieval version of Rockadoodle. Medieval. God, I've seen Rockadoodle. That's super weird. <laughs> I used to love Rockadoodle when I was a kid, and there's a lot of movies that I loved when I was a kid that other people told me weren't great that I grew up to starshly defend and think they're actually say, better than yeah. I think they are. Uh, yeah. Rockadoodle, not one of them. Yeah. Rockadoodle, really not a good film. No, what I can say, um, Don Bluth movies, in addition to being pretty dark or darker than Disney, uh, sadder than you remember and hornier than you remember. You know what? You know what isn't horny? Me. Thousands I, of tiny cuts. Oh man, it's the wall. Yes. The next card is Wall of One Thousand Cuts, which is for three and two white. That's five mana overall. It is a three-five with Defender and Flying, for one uh, white. Wall of One Thousand Cuts can attack this turn as though it didn't have Defender. It's a wall made of flying swords. Yeah, what's not to love? Well, this is an example of one of the problems that we had with Modern Horizons. The fact is the set was a little too expensive for a lot of folks to draft, and this is a card that's amazing in a draft environment and completely fracking unplayable. Like, in Standard, it's unplayable. In Modern, it's a joke. Yeah, I guess the, people, uh, the classic question, why does Wizards make bad cards? Well, well here's the thing, though. That's yeah. not just a bad card, and Modern Horizons isn't a set designed for new players to teach them how to play. The fact yeah. is that Modern Horizons... They wanted people to pay the amount of money they that, that they could charge for a master set. It's like but $35 to draft it. They didn't want to be bothered to put, like, reprint cards of value in there. That card's really I mean, sad because... There's some reprints, but I don't know that they're reprints I'm of value. I'm just saying, at, at $10 a pack, I'm paying almost a dollar for that card. Yeah. And if I'm not drafting it, it's worse than useless. There's no deck you put that in where it's any good. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe some sort of weird wall deck. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anywho, yeah. next we have a ooh, big old drafty boy for four and two black. Drafty boy. First Sphere Gargantua. He's a horror. He's a 5-4. When he enters the battlefield, you draw a card and lose one life. The first and, Sphere. And also has Unearth, two and a black. Unearth is, pay that, return it to your graveyard, and it gains haste. Exile at the beginning of the next end step, or if it would leave the battlefield. Unearth only is a sorcery. So what this means is, he's a big old beefy boy who draws you a card when he comes into play, or if you manage to discard him in your graveyard using a card like that black one we mentioned last time. Ah, the, yes. Uh, lab research, was it? Oh, Ransack the Lab. Yeah, Ransack the Lab. Yeah. You can pay three, and he comes out as a big old hasty 5-4 to hit your opponent in the face before disappearing and draws you a card in the meantime. Yeah. So at least replaces himself. Okay. Our next two cards are a second Treefolk Umbra, a Geomancer's Gambit. For two and a red, destroy target land. Its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it in the battlefield, then shuffle their library. Draw a card. So it's land destruction. That's, like, supposedly fair. Supposedly. I mean, the joke is, it's like, symmetrical symmetrical effects are fair, right? I mean, it is kind of fun in that because it destroys target land, you can use it to blow up non-basic lands or specialty ones. 
Yeah. Uh, which means you can mess with somebody's monocurve a little bit by blowing up their dual lands or things like that, and utility lands. Blow up their tabernacle at Pendril Vale or it's, their Caracas. And it is relatively... Yeah, well, I'll play this against uh, Field, Field of the Dead, man. Yeah, you can blow up their Field I of mean, the Dead. It's a shame that Field of the Dead, it, weren't either, it wasn't in the format that Field of the Dead was causing trouble in, but hey. No, I mean, Field of the Dead is banned in Standard and maybe Modern? I can't remember. No, All not Modern, just, just Standard. Okay, there we go. Symmetrical Thank effects you, are awful. Symmetrical effects are not fair. No, Symmetrical not. effects joke, are... Yeah, are, are, yeah I, I'm aware that's a joke. I'm in the middle of making another joke. <laughs> and how I will make it. Reaganomics. Great, great continue. Reaganomics. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a do-nothing enchantment? Uh, um, ketchup's a vegetable. <laughs> I, so, uh, the next card yeah. is Settle Beyond Reality. For a four and a white, it's a sorcery. It's modal. Choose one or both. Exile tired creature you don't control, and exile tired creature you control, then return to the battlefield under its owner control. So, in other words, <clears throat> Swords to Plowshare is one of theirs, guys, or Path to Exiles it. Yeah. And at the same time, you get to blink one of yours. That's always useful. Oh, yeah, the blink deck. Mm-hmm. Or flicker, yeah. Oh, the blink deck. <laughs> Do, do, do. Okay, and next we have the Universal Automaton. Good ship lollipop. Ooh, now this is val yeah. this is value. The Universal Automaton is an artifact creature for one uh, colorless mana. It is a one-one changeling, meaning for the low low price of one mana of any color, you get your very own god. And That's also true. behemoth, leviathan, and uh, you know every other creature type. Mere. You can be an advisor. Advising could in the advisor tribal deck with Tomic and Azor's elocutor, elocutors. A god for you. A god for you. Everybody Buddy, gets a, a god. Go- Look under your chair. It's a god. I don't know why Oprah turned into Mel Brooks. Oh, and here's a card that I'm kind of that, that is fun. It shows they're exploring some design space with this set, which you know, if they had have priced it at a normal price point, might have been you know decent. Yeah. And that's Mob. It's four and a black for an instant convoke, which is traditionally a white or green mechanic where you can tap creatures to pay for a mana cost that destroys target creature. So it's kind of fun. If you've got a bunch of guys, they can join the mob and murder something at the, uh, some, something on the other guy's side. Wait a minute. There's just a mirror underneath my chair. Does that mean the God was inside me all along? along? I think it does. Okay. And here, here's a fun one. A Segovian angel. Segovian Angel. From Segovia, of all places. Uh, yes, yeah, it's flying yeah. Vid- it's a vigilant flying 1-1 one, one for one white. Now, it's a bit of a joke because in the original times, was it Times Square or was it Planar Chaos? The, the, the idea is that the, uh, the plane of Segovia is really, really, really tiny. So the flavor text is, when Warzel summons Segovian Angels to fight Tamil, Tamil's Gargan, Garganticari Gnats, the ensuing battle numbered among the multiverse is least destructive. So what that means is the angels, these massive, powerful creatures from Sergovia, bought abnormally large insects, and it was a tie. Yeah. Um, Very small is what I'm saying. Yeah, the flavor text might as well say uh, target uh, member of uh, another show has difficulty reading two or more words on this card. Now, then this next one, the first of the uncommons, is a real fun one. Mm. If for no other reason than it has one of the top ten best creature-type combos in Magic. Tell me. This is Throat Seeker for two and a black. It is a vampire ninja. Ooh, oh, yeah. It's 3-2 with unblocking attacking ninjas you control have lifelink. Ooh, especially with the ninjutsu mechanic. Yeah, so he, he makes... He lets ninjas that hit the other guy gain life. And also, by the way, he's a vampire ninja. That's just awesome. Uh, I'm going to have to see this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Throat Seeker. Whoa. Okay, this is an interesting one. The next uncommon is Farmstead Gleaner. G-L-E-A-N-E-R. Gleaner. Hmm. So he's a harvester, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Artifact creature Scarecrow. He doesn't untap during your untap step. He does, however, have the ability to and untap. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Farmstead Gleaner. <laughs> so he, um... Makes himself bigger when he untaps, but it pay, you pay mana to do it. Definitely interesting, and the untap Rare, symbol is not oh. one you see on cards very often. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, also, it bears mentioning that if you play Commander, it might be worth, you know, $10 might not be a barrier to entry as much, like $10 a pack, because you only need one of each thing. Well, I mean, that that's true. I'm mm. just, I'm not saying that Modern Horizons is a terrible set or anything. No, I'm just, just whinging a little bit that... A little 
little spendy. It just doesn't feel particularly good to buy it, because if you're buying for value, you're probably not going to get a lot. Yeah. It's a little too expensive to just draft for fun, and they put a bunch of cards in there that are only really good if you draft it for fun. Again, given that there's not a ton of monetary value in the cards themselves, they could have just sold it at normal price, and I'd be buying packs of it and drafting it all the time. Yeah, I mean, even if it was like... You hear you that, know. Wizards? If you had to price this normally, you'd have gotten, like, at least 50 or 60 more dollars of my money than you've gotten right now. I now mean, multiply that by everyone who plays Magic. That's a lot of dough. That's upwards of $150. 150 American doll hairs. <laughs> yeah, Magic's, Magic's not as popular as you think it is. The next card is Mana Cost Zero, Frostwalk Bastion. Oh, man. It's a Snowland. It taps to add colorless, and for one and a snow mana, which can be paid to the mana generated by any snow permanent, until end of turn it becomes a 2-3 construct artifact creature token that's still a land. And whenever it deals combat damage to a creature, tap that creature, and it doesn't untap during its controller's next untapped step. Tap that creature. Go on. Which is the frozen mechanic, which is a pretty regularly used one. And, uh, okay, again, our land here is a snow-covered mountain, full art land. Appropriate. Gorgeous one. Yeah. So we've got two snow, two full art, uh, two uh, snow covered lands out of three packs. All right, and here's the part where I have to eat my words and stop bitching and moaning about the price. We have a force of negation. Oh. For one and two blue. If it's not your force turn. It's an instant. If it's not your turn, you may exile a blue card from your hand rather than pay that spell's mana cost and target non creature spell. This card is, is a decent amount of money, I believe. If that spell is countered that way, exile instead of putting it into its owner's graveyard. That's worth twenty five fifty. And that pays for the set. Right, I'm just gonna, nice. I'm just going to shut up. Plus a little extra. <laughs> Modern Horizons. Uh, That's yeah. where the money is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy because... Please do not buy Modern Horizon booster packs expecting to pull money. Please don't do that. I don't want to no. be blamed for it. I mean, buy them for I fun. I would like to be blamed for it. Maybe buy one as a lark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want it or should I? I mean, I can tell you this. The, uh, the next mono blue commander deck I'm yeah. building is definitely getting some... Beef it's, from this. It's gonna be both nuts. Of those cards, yeah. that, both those rares are going in there. Beef. If I open the bear. Ah, uh, sure. Unless Roy wants to get um, in on this. No, no. I okay. think you should go okay. forth into the wild. Okay. It's the the. Enjoy that delicious. Yeah. Delicious oh man. Smell. Yeah. And the the art of Ayula, the what bear uh bear queen. lord. Oh, she's bear queen. Great. Yeah. Bear yeah. Lord. <laughs> what, do got, what do we got in the pack there? Uh, our first card is a shapeshifter elephant, uh, double sided token. Ooh. Uh, the art card is, oh man, is Excavating Anurid by Joe Slucher. Slucher? Uh, Slucher. One quick moment, I'd like to note this elephant creature token here is a 3-3, three, three, mm -hmm. and being a 3-3 three, three elephant creature token, it can be used as the token for Elephant Spirit Guy! Exactly. I love that enchantment. <clears throat> yeah. Um, sorry, they, they rearranged the, the well, rarity they, they, order. They, they put the rare in the front, so pull them from the back for the reveal. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, sorry, um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh... Stefan. Uh, Jesse's gonna be, peanut gallery is gonna be happy. Uh, uh, Savage Swipe, uh, which is a one cost uh, green sorcery. Uh, it says tap target creature you control. Sorry, target creature you control gets plus two plus two until end of turn. If its power is two, then it fights target creature you don't control. Uh, we have Prohibit, which is a one in blue instant with incredible art by Adam Rex. Uh, Counter target spell, if it's converted mana cost, is two or less. If a spell was kicked, which is uh, two, color, two of any color, counter that spell, if it's converted mana cost, is four or less instead. We get the uh, Igneous Elementals, a 4-3 elemental for four and two red. Uh, the spell costs two colorless less to cast, or sorry, two of any color, two generic less to cast if there's a land card in your graveyard. While Igneous Elemental enters the battlefield, you may have it deal, sorry, when, uh, you may have it deal two damage to your target creature. Let me, let's see, there we go. Uh, Rocks Veteran is a 2-4 creature rhino soldier for 3 and a white. It has Battle Cry, so whenever this creature attacks, each other attacking creature gets plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. And whenever Rocks Veteran attacks, tap target creature and opponent controls. <coughs> oh, man. I love this guy. Next, we have the Azra Smoke Shaper. Uh, smoke Shape every day as a 3-3 three, three, uh, with Ninjutsu. So it's normally it's three and a black. Uh, it's an Azra Ninja. Uh, I think uh, 
so it's a 3-3 Azure Ninja. Uh, Ninjutsu for one and a black. Return an unblocked attacker you control to your hand. Put this card into the battlefield from your hand, tapped and attacking. When Azure Smoke Shaper enters the battlefield, target creature you control gains indestructible until end of turn. We have the uh, Thornado, which is a green instant for two and a green. Destroy hold on, target hold on, hold on, creature. One second, one second. Um, Before we move on, I just need um, to point out uh, the Ninjutsu um, mechanic. Yes. Which is just fun. Did you read? I, I wasn't paying quite. Uh, yeah, I read the mechanic. But you yeah, can... so ninjutsu was a fun mechanic from Khan's block, and it works with a number of ninjas that do, you know, have specific abilities that, when they enter the battlefield, because they are entering when they come in, or when they deal direct damage. Uh, so never let an unblocked ninja hit you in the face. Yeah, it's you're gonna you're gonna have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. Oh, uh, we have Thorna- Thornado, which is a. Two and a green instant destroy a target creature with flying, and it has cycling for one and a green. Another copy of Ransack the Lab, which is the uh, one and a black sorcery. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Martyr's Soul, which is a 3-2 spirit soldier for two and a white with Convoke. And uh, when it enters the battlefield, if you control no tapped lands, put two plus one plus one counters on him. It's That's a big boy. That goes in, that might go in the flying man's deck. I mean, even though it doesn't have flying, you could. there's ways to give it flying. Uh, there is String of Disappearances, which is an interesting kind of rewording of an old mechanic from, I think, from Onslaught Block, which is a blue inst- an instant for one blue, return target creature to its owner's hand, then that creature's controller may pay two blue. If the player does, they may copy this spell and may choose a new target for that copy. With totally rad Seb McKinnon art. I don't know why that's not one of the art cards, because it looks banging. <laughs> it is kind of cool. And th- th- this one's fun yeah. because you'd think, oh, well, you can bounce stuff, but they can bounce your stuff. But the fact well, is, is they bl- have to be playing blue. blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we have Goat Nap for two and a red. It's a sorcery. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature. Pretty standard. It gains haste until end of turn. Pretty standard. Then if that creature is a goat, it also gets plus three, plus one until end of turn. Not particularly standard, but then again, this is Modern Horizons. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to point out this is a strictly better uh, act of treason, and that it is act of treason that also makes goats hit harder. And you're thinking, goats, I can think of a lot of goats, but if you've been paying attention, we've played, uh, talked oh, about several oh, goats oh, already oh, in this game. Bridge troll. No. Is that one that hangs out with Esmeralda and Harshback of Notre Dame? Not Sackbridge Trolley. Um, can you name, uh, can anybody here name one of the goats that we've already pulled in this set? Oh. Probably, oh, goat token. Uh, it's Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, a goat. Chris Jericho. Oh, there we go. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, anything with shape, anything with a changeling is also a goat. That's right. Uh, is Tom Brady a changeling? Tom Brady is all creature types at all times. That's that's an acronym joke. Oh, uh, that's an acronym. I'll explain it to you later. Oh, okay. Oh, greatest of all time. Right. I'll explain it to you uh, now. Okay. Blizzard Strix, uh, three two, uh, snow creature bird uh, for four and a blue. It has flash, meaning anytime you can cast it, anytime you can cast an instant. It has flying. Uh, the it has an ETB enter the battlefield if you control another snow permanent. Exile target permanent other than Blizzard Strix. Return and, uh, that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. At the beginning of the next end step. So basically, you can flicker one of your own guys, and you get the ETB trigger again. So you can do a lot of shenanigans with that. You mean shenanigans? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, an interesting note about that about this is that uh, Strix is a type of owl. And the word sounds much cooler than owl, which is why there's only like three owls in Magic's history and a crap ton of Strixes. I was going to say, there's like Baleful Strix. Uh, we got Rot Widow Pack, which is pretty incredible in the black-green deck. Uh, it's a 2-4 uh, creature spider for two and a black and a green. It has reach. Uh, and for three and a black and a green, you can exile a creature card from your graveyard and create a 1-2 green spider creature token with reach. Then each opponent loses one life for each spider you control, and in the spider deck, you're probably gonna have a lot of speed rows. Yeah, she do she do make her some speed rows. Yeah. Uh, we have Urza's Rage, awesome art by Jim Murray. It's a instant for two and a red with a kicker of eight and a red. This spell can't be countered. Urza's Rage deals three damage to your target. If the spell was kicked, instead it deals. 10 damage to that permanent or player, and that damage can't be prevented. So it's kind of a weird Hidetsugu's second right, which is a card I only know about. It's an instant that domes someone for 10, and I only know about it because I've been yep. listening to it a non-zero amount of Canadian Highlander. And Or, well, sorry, it, content. It, it, it dings somebody for 10 only if they have exactly 10 life. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. what Hidetsugu's second right does. Uh, yes. Urza's rage can dome someone for ten, regardless of how much they have. Yep, provided yeah. you're willing to pay. Uh, 11, Twelve. 12. Yeah. So 12 mana. desperate ritual, pay two, get three. Use the three, float three, seething song, get five. I mean, if you you know, it can't happen. Crag feet to get <laughs> seven. There we go. Yeah. So that adds us up to. Wow, you know, 12. You, you could do it in Magic Christmas Land. Yeah, in Magical Christmas Land, you get, you know, the right four cards in your hand. That is the best place to do things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, You may have been familiarized with Magical Christmas Land. Of course like, I was. Okay, all the stars line up and I get mean, the right... Okay. I'm familiar with all things Magical Christmas Land, magic or otherwise. Fair enough. You know how many Hallmark movies I watch? <laughs> that's, that's fair. They're not and, even good. And, and, and here we go, for, for the rare... The mythic, in this case. Yes, we have... A card that says, do you like Hydras? You like Hydras. You like Hydras. Unbound Flourishing. Whenever you cast a permanent spell with a mana cost that contains an axe, double the value of axe. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell or activate an ability, if that spell's mana or that ability's activation cost contains axe, copy that spell or ability. You may choose new targets for the copy. Yeah, I'm thinking there's definitely a Hydra deck involving this and... Um, uh, I don't know. What's that one? The blue X card that... Oh, uh, Logic Knot? Or Circular Logic. Circular Logic works on X. I Volleyball know. Spike. Um, I um, was thinking um, the Enchanting Melody, the one that lets you steal a creature. Oh. Uh, mana cost <laughs> equal to X or less. Oh, there we and go. And yeah. the Peanut Gallery is desperately, desperately trying to pantomime a Fireball. Which because, is, like, I didn't I would have already a hard think time. of that, man. I, I would said have a hard time. spell with an yeah. X at its cost. That translated <clears throat> to, to fireball. If you have a fireball. 60% of our listeners' feds. Yeah. Um, All right, all two of our listeners, tell me I'm wrong. Well, 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 we have at least three. Yeah. We're actually on yeah. iTunes now. There we go. Can you believe it? Can Can you believe it? So, yeah, I have, you've got your three Modern Horizon packs, and I've got my three, so... I don't well, know what if we should gonna, do is we should each get three more, yeah, and then yeah. we should play a game of Sealed against each other. <laughs> you feel like dropping 40-some-odd bucks to play a game of Sealed? Hell no. I, I feel like I would be willing to drop $10 on a pack of Modern Horizons and a Chaos Draft. <laughs> like, I could do that. Because I, I may be getting a non-zero amount of gift money to the <laughs> LGS. I didn't even spend $40 on my wife's Christmas laundry. That's it. I... That said, Modern Horizons, yeah. for all that I've given it a little bit of grief here, it's a fun set to draft. It yeah. really is. And while it's a shame that it's a mite expensive to do so, if you get the chance to run a draft of it, maybe a phantom draft, or maybe just, you know, a box that uh, one of your buddies has around and he will, you know, he's going to crack him for value, yeah. do it. It's fun to draft. Yeah. Having said that, if you're going to crack him for value... You know, no, friends it, don't let friends crack Modern Horizons packs for value. Friends don't let friends crack packs for or sorry, boxes value. of That's Modern just, Horizons for value. Yeah, you're going to yeah. lose money on that real just quick. Just go communism <laughs> to totally update your chances. Everyone buys a box of Modern Horizons, and then you, you split the value. There you sure go. Wizards would love that. Yep, they would. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, draft deck tech. Uh, I went 2-0 with my Flying Men deck, and beat someone who I was not expecting to... Or I won against someone who I was not expecting to win against uh, using Dance of the Mance as my win con because it turns out it's pretty redonk. Uh, and as far as the deck construction, it's up on the website, and I got there. Uh, good lord, did I get there. Yeah, did you? I admit, yeah. I've, I've, I've had my Mance danced at least once in a, in a uh, game of... Uh, I have a great idea for a shirt, but continue. Mance off, dance no, off. No, no, starring uh, Jody Sweden. No, no, Mance dance. Or sorry, no, dance Mance revolution. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the actual one of the suggested nicknames. Well, the joke card. I thought it was finale of furniture. Uh, yeah, but as someone suggested, uh, dance Mance, Mance revolution. Yes. Does that mean I can't put it on? A uh, shirt? We could definitely put that crap on a shirt. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I don't know if we have time for... Look out for our merch store coming soon. <laughs> yes. We had several other topics we wanted to discuss. There was an MMO that was announced, a Magic the Gathering yeah. MMO that was announced at the Game Awards this yes. past week. Yeah, we can do and that. And we wanted yeah. to talk about it, yeah. but we don't have time because we have a time actually, limit. Actually, if we give you one second, we can tell you everything there is to know about the new MMO, and that is that... It's there is an MMO. Out. It's being worked Well, I thought we well, might do some speculation of things we, would, one, one, we okay, might okay, yeah. want to see, things we would like to see, things we would expect. I thought we might go further into it overall, but... It's it's being worked on by Ark and Cryptic. 
Cryptic. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree, Roy. I think we should definitely hit that like next week. Yes, I think yes. We, next week we should probably do that. But we do have a time limit, so we're going to have to yeah. hit you over in the home switch with a, a little uh, magic spitting relevant shit with Ethan. Oh, yes. I, I do have a an, an, an MTG Surus. Uh, this is... I think the last of the Mistform cycle. Uh, Mistform, uh, this is Mistform Wall. Uh, Fellowship, the fourth myth of reality. Adds the tides of war shift, so do loyalties. That's so true. Uh, I th- and I think that means we've covered all of the Mistform cycle. Mm-hmm. Though I'd like to also point out, in the cards that we pulled, we did pull one that definitely has some really relevant stuff in its flavor text as well. The card Mob, earlier, as we mentioned, you can have a number of your creatures kill a... Uh, target creature your opponent controls has a in its art a werewolf being menaced by a number of men with torches and pitchforks and the flavor text not all monsters fight with teeth and claws yeah remember kids the things that people will do when part of a group or a mob can be truly monstrous some people fight with wine cane fundraisers with what wine cave fundraisers oh man no i really want wine why you do this to me (laughs) why why you do this everybody's getting wine why you do this (laughs) I have to. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's on brand for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I wanted to take us out on a different note, but Jay got there. Uh, why you do this? Oh, oh well, man. we're not going no, on yet because we still have to do the exit. Because there's many different ways you can find us. Then they're growing every day. We are yes, collected sorcery slowly ramping into quality. Growing like a young boy. Yeah, one of us even set up a Twitter account, and <laughs> it wasn't me. Yes. Well, there's, there's a, you know, a, a, a trick there. We're it's now like, on iTunes, yeah. and hopefully maybe soon we'll be on other platforms, such as Stitcher, you never know, or yes. Google Play Music. Yes. If you give that a shot, that's not the hardest thing to do. Ma- maybe Max FunCon in the future. As hinted at, we do have a Twitter. You can follow us at collectedsource.com. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, Sorry. the at can Sorry. only be 15 long. Sorry, it's 15. at collected source, uh, S-O-R-C-E-1. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, it no, got it's changed. Not. Oh. When you thought I was ignoring you during the podcast, I was taking the one out of our Twitter handle and changing it to Collected Source. It's just S-O-R-C. Thank you. Yes. Oh, perfect. Because it it still works. It's like Collected the Source. I'm glad you did it because nobody was around. Truly, not that you weren't a writer, not that I didn't think you were a writer before because I knew it. But I'm a writer now. Yeah. Writer, marketer, what can't I do other (laughs) than get my wife quality lingerie for Christmas? You can also follow us by dialing down the center 1-800-SORCERIES. That's so true. So true. S O R C I E S. Got there. Magical Christmas land. You can also email us if you want at collectedsorceries at gmail.com. That's right. Hopefully soon we'll have a merch store. Yes. Somewhere or another. Murphy Hollemus. Set up, set up different things and you know, maybe look out for some on some other platforms. We'll let you know. And who knows? And maybe we we'll get to play a game with you at Friday Night Magic this week. Maybe we will. Maybe we, we will. will. And on that note, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Bing!